Welcome to Your Best Riding Life, an extension of the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Riders Conference held in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb. Each week, I bring you tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help you excel in your craft and on occasion, excel in your soul care. I'm so glad you're listening in. During this episode, you're going to learn about the right prayer for writers. W-R-I-T-E. You're going to love this. A lot of times we use acrostics when we pray. Mm -hmm. A familiar one is ACTS. It's a prayer model that stands for adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. It walks us through that process so that we have a full experience in our prayer. Another is pray, which is praise, repent, ask, yield. And there's another one. Maybe you're not as familiar with it. The way. Each of the six letters in the acrostic, the way, represents the main idea behind each of the six prayers. T-H-E is temptation, hallelujah, and everything. Way is wisdom, all men, and Yahweh. And as you walk through it, they ask that you think of the T as lead me not into temptation. Mm. H is hallelujah, praise Yahweh. Mm. E is I entrust everything Mm. to you, Lord. Mm. W is give me wisdom. A is draw all men to yourself. And Y is Yahweh is my shepherd. And that comes from Psalm 23. So there are a lot of prayer acrostics available, different prayer methods. Today, my guest is bringing one prayer method, an acrostic specific to writers. I really think you're going to enjoy this time of soul care. My guest today is Sherry Lynn Bisbano. Sherry Lynn is an award-winning writer, speaker, and coach. She loves encouraging her brothers and sisters to stand firm and shine for Jesus. She is an expert in writing book proposals and memoirs. Coaching writers is her passion. And if she's not actively writing or coaching, you can find her at the beach, sea glass hunting. (laughs) Welcome, Sherry Lynn. So good to have you here on Your Best Writing Life. Thank you so much. I am so honored. And I just, I love this podcast. I love the premise of the podcast. I love Blue Ridge and everybody who's involved. So thank you so much for having me. And those acrostics, I've heard, the only one I haven't heard of was The Way. And I love that because it has Yahweh in it. (laughs) It absolutely does. There are so many ways that we can find different acrostics out there. And truly, because I'm, you know, kind of into the personalities, of course, and one is going to fit us better than the other. We're we're not doing this as a formality. We don't pray as a formality. Mm. We pray for communication and for us to have that intimate relationship with God. And I think that's one of the reasons I really enjoy the right prayer for writers that you're going to be sharing with us today because it brings our prayer in our area of mm-hmm. writing, it brings it to a deeper level of understanding and thinking about 
the areas that we can be praying for. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Lord loves it when we can bring something and we're speaking straight from our gut to him. So we're going to cover that in just a minute. But mm. before we do, Sherry Lynn, I would really like to peek behind your personal curtain for just a moment. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to share something about yourself that we might not read in your bio. <laughs> this is something I didn't realize until 25 years after I did it. <laughs> okay. I, I climbed one of the most dangerous trails in the world. It was voted one of the top 10 dangerous hikes in the world. And that was the Stairway to Heaven in Hawaii. It's wow. closed now. I was one of the last ones to climb it. If you if you can Google it, the stairway was actually built by the military during World War II so they could go to the top of the mountain and scan the skies for planes. So you know how high it had to be. The worst fear I ever encountered was on that mountain. Literally, we were a thousand feet up the stairway went straight up like a ladder. There's there wow. was no 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 sides. And I'm going straight up and my friend Vicky says, Don't look down. So what did I do? Look down. I froze with fear. To make a long story short, Linda, my friend Steve came up behind me and I was screaming and yelling at him, don't touch me, don't touch me, just leave me here. (laughs) He came up behind me and whispered in my ear and he said, just climb, I'm behind you. He risked his life for me and we got Mm. to the little plateau and of course I started jumping up and down and doing the happy dance because I made it. But it's almost like what God does for us when we're afraid. Not saying that Steve is God, but it just gave me that image. When we're afraid, God comes up behind us and says, just keep going forward. I got your back. If you have the opportunity, go online and look up the stairway to heaven and the trails. They go right up into the the trail. The ladder goes right up into the clouds. It is Mm -hmm. the most breathtaking, dangerous hike I ever did. Oh, that that does sound like an adventure. Oh, it was and going up, going up into the clouds. That sounds like a beautiful adventure. I'm just glad you made it back down. And you know, did you go down? Is there a different way down, or do no, you have to go one, back down the same way? You go back down the same way. So it was almost halfway yeah. up. They, someone wrote on the rocks. Uh, for a helicopter ride call. <laughs> it's just, it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> well, I'm sure some people froze and maybe they didn't have a Steve behind them to help them propel up the right. rest of the way. People, well, that, that is a, yeah, great story. Great story. Thank you for well, letting me share it. <laughs> oh, oh, most certainly. And we are going to be going into the content for today, which I do consider part of our soul care. We we have a lot of our industry experts that come on and we talk about the craft of writing. We even have those that come on and talk about speaking and podcasting, all these different areas. Our soul care, our mm. area of personal intimacy with God. I love being able to bring in episodes that cover that area 
as well. So thank you so much for being here with us to cover Thanks this. for having me. We're looking. Oh, yeah. We, we are covering the right prayer for writers and W-R-I-T-E. So why did you use an acrostic? I love acrostics. They're key, at least to me, when I speak or teach is when I stand in front of an audience, my intent and my ADHD attention deficit can creep in and take me down bunny trails. And, you know, I find it difficult to get back on track. And mm-hmm. it, it's easy. To, acrostics are so easy to remember. And, right. and, and it keeps me focused. You know, sometimes when I pray, I don't know about those who are listening, but when I start praying, sometimes I I swerve off and start making my grocery list in my head and creating dialogue for my characters. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm supposed to be praying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are, there are many distractions and the, and the big distractor does like to come in and, Mm -hmm. and take us off on a rabbit trail at times. So I can see how having an acrostic, even the ones that I mentioned before, I can see how having that will keep us where we know what's coming next. And as, as the Lord leads, having that little bit of a nudge. Mm. Now let's look at this. Now let's look at this. Now let's look at this. So I appreciate that. And we're going to jump right in. Is that okay? Yes, let's jump right in. I'll, okay, uh, what I'll do, Linda, is I'll just say what each one represents and then I'll go and then we'll start with the W. The right prayer is the W is the word of God. The R is your readers. The I is inspiration. T, thanksgiving. And E, expectantly. Yes, I used an L-Y word. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We don't have grammar patrol on here today. So. Now, if we had this all in, uh, if this was a transcription, we might have a little bit of an issue with it, but we are good for right now. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed, I noticed that each of your letters has a scripture reference yes. and that makes this really wonderful. And folks, I'm going to give you a heads up. Sherry Lynn has provided for you the PDF of the right prayer for writers. So that's in the show notes. So you're going to have that. So relax just a little bit, unless you want to take some extra notes. Right. But Sherilyn, let's go ahead and begin with W, the word of God. I just want to say what a privilege to storm the gates of heaven and talk to the creator of the universe. And he is our Abba Father. And it just gives me such chills to think that. When we approach prayer, we need to approach it with that kind of humility and awe. But the word of God, when we we need to pray the word of God, Jesus did, the disciples did. The scripture for word of God is 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. When we approach our keyboard, we desire an attitude that's ready to hear from God and praying the scriptures will reveal any indifference or anxiety that interferes with listening to the spirit. I mean, what concerns you today, my friends, look at the, look at a concordance, a Bible concordance and find scripture related to that. Pray that scripture and trust God will move on your behalf. The word of God will judge your attitude. If you have a bad attitude, 
don't accept that as your identity or the the course of your day. No, go to the word of God and the word of God will point you in the right direction and change your attitude. That's the word of God. Mm. And I know that you do have um, an example that's in the PDF that I really liked And I mean, I like several of them. You have several of them that are in there because when you mentioned attitude, Mm. sometimes, sometimes when we write, we might approach it with a selfish motive. Yes. And, or sometimes it can, our attitude may not necessarily align with God's best for us. And you mentioned the scripture reference, Psalm 139, 23 through 24. And it reads, uh, search me, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way Mm. everlasting. Amen. That's powerful. And what I'm using right now for my notes, because I'm moving, Linda, I don't have everything. I don't have the PDF that I sent you, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I have another form. So maybe we can bounce back and forth. And beautiful because Psalm 139 is, is so powerful. Hmm. He's, he's ordained every one of our days um, before we live them. And he still chose to make us holy and blameless in Christ. So as writers, if you have an attitude of uselessness or you want to give up, God chose you for this. He chose Mm -hmm. you. So the word of God is, the word of God promises to get you in the attitude God wants you in, not just to write, but for your relationships and for everything else. Amen. Amen. So that's good. So the W is Word of God. Let's get in it. Let's be specific about the Word of God that we're praying in our specific area of of life, in in our situation. Whatever we're dealing with, God has a promise in His Word that will come right alongside Mm -hmm. what we are dealing with right now. So that sounds great. All right, now let's look at R, and you said this is for our readers. Yes, we pray for our reader. John 17, 20, this is the NIV version says, and this is Jesus, my prayer is not for them alone. I also pray for those who will believe in me through their message. We Mm. pray for readers to be moved and changed by our writing. We may never know the results of our offering until we get to heaven. Trust God for the outcome. After all, he knew who would read it before time began. Now, what I like to say is what I've experienced, and Linda, I'm sure you've experienced this too, as you're writing and you're in the groove or however you want to say it, you start, I start writing things and I stop and I'm like, Ooh, Lord, that's good. And it's it's something that's for me too. So when you pray for the reader, Pray for yourself as well. Have you ever experienced that, Linda, where you're writing something and you're like, that had to have come from God. That wasn't me. Oh, there's many times when I write, especially if someone else goes, that was great. And I go back and look at it and I go, I think I was missing out of the room when that got written. (laughs) Really? Yes. How could that have happened? Yes. And And so, no, that's exactly right. And I like that you are saying, pray for ourselves. 
you know, pray for ourselves as we're looking at this as well as we are writing. I, I also like to say, pray for your reader and yourself past, present, and future. Mm. You may have written something that someone won't read or someone has, re- you may have written something that someone read 20 years ago mm-hmm. and God brings it to their mind now. Mm. Amen. Pray, Amen. Pray for the, pray for those who may be reading something that you wrote today and pray over your reading for those who will read it in the future. Look at the Bible, Linda. We're reading it how many years later and we're mm-hmm. all being changed. Amen. Amen. No Not word wasted. Scripture, but we're, I mean, things that I've read from a long time ago, like, I mean, it, some, I can't, Ignatius or, or Polycarp or people like that, that wrote a long time ago, like AD, I think Polycarp wrote AD 30, 40. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a his. I'm not a historian. Yeah, but- that's not, my brain's not going there with you, honey. I'll tell you that <laughs> right he, now. He was, he wrote when John was exiled to Patmos, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Polycarp uh, was, was a mentor to John the John the Apostle. But anyway, I'm changed by some things he wrote back then. Mm-hmm. And this is yeah. how many years later? Almost 2,000 years later? Right. I think that's a great thing. Pray for the readers that are reading what you've written in the past, what you're writing now, and also those who will be reading your writing in the future. Correct. That's beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Then we're looking at I, which is inspiration. Inspiration. Isaiah 58, 11, The Lord will guide you always. We can pray for inspiration throughout our day, and God will lead us to events, conversations, and situations to ignite ideas. Even during the difficult times, he will call on us to stop, look, listen, and write. So trust in his promises. Do I have time to tell a really quick, maybe two-minute story about this? Absolutely. My sister Charlene was in a was rear-ended on 95 highway. She broke her neck and we went to the emergency room, trauma emergency room. And there was two ba- two bays in trauma room 1 where my sister was with a broken neck was laying on a cold metal table and behind me was a man in the same room who had been shot in the butt. <laughs> And the, pol- mm. and the police were there because so he wouldn't run. And I'm sitting there praying and talking to my, and praying and asking God to help my sister with the broken neck. My mother was standing there and I'm praying for the man behind me because they had to perform a trach on him. Mm. And I'm, and the Lord, and I'm praying and praying and praying and crying out. And the Holy Spirit pretty much said, Sherry Lynn, stop, look listen, I'm, and I'm like, but I'm praying. (laughs) And I stopped Linda and I looked around and I listened to the residents, the doctors and the nurses and how their feet, because I couldn't really look because they, they didn't really want me watching them perform a trach on the guy behind me, Mm -hmm. but I could hear their it was like a dance of chaos, 
but they all knew where to step. They all knew where to go. There was like 10 people around this guy. And when the code blue sounded, the doctor said, you go. And the nurse ran over to the other room. She saved the person and came back. And I'm listening to all these beeps and buzzes. And and I'm like, this is like orchestrated chaos. And it made me think, like, God thinks of us like that. We're orchestrated. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing is chaotic. It's orchestrated. And it saves lives. And, you know, I don't want to go into all of it. But he's like, I, I want you to see. I want you to listen. Because... I'm going to heal your sister. So don't worry about that. And he did. He healed my sister's broken neck, believe it or not. Mm. Three doctors looked at the x-ray and said she had a broken neck. And two days later, when when she, um, when they looked at her again, the x-rayed her again, there was no break. Mm. So mm. inspiration can be found everywhere. I found inspiration in a trauma room with my sister we don't have to go to the beach, although go to the beach. I love the beach. Um, don't have to go to the beach. Don't have to go to the mountains. God will show you inspiration if you look for it. No matter where you are. Yep. Stop, like, right, in, look, in, and in listen. In the grocery line. In, Absolutely. In the Absolutely. midst of the chaos, look for inspiration. Mm. You know, God is always available. Always Amen. available. And always present. And that is a powerful, powerful consideration. Very Mm -hmm. good. He'll inspire us if we ask him. Oh, I love the next one. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, Thanksgiving. Let's go there. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, God wants doesn't want us to give thanks because of the circumstances. He's with us in them. We don't thank him. I don't thank God for a broken arm, but I thank God because he's with me in it. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I like to do is I like to rehearse things that I teach. And I was rehearsing this Thanksgiving portion for writer's block. And I'm walking the beach and I'm going, writer's block can leave us discouraged, our heads in our hands, wanting to pull our hair out. So what mm-hmm. do we do? And the Holy Spirit just spoke to my heart. Um, I think most people understand that impressed on my heart. Mm-hmm. Sherry Lynn, when you have writer's block, throw a block party, throw a block party with the father, son, and the Holy ghost and praise me <laughs> because the ultimate goal in life is not to complete our manuscript article or blog. Our main aim is Jesus and finding him our our anxiety lifts with our praises Time is never wasted acknowledging the one in whom we find purpose and the one who called us, Linda. Mm -hmm. So I just think, and, and if you want, call a friend, throw a block party, give thanks to the Lord. I really like that because it totally flips your mindset. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and knowing that they are on not only on our block, but they are the keystones in our block and yes, available yes. for us to praise and worship and thank and just say, you're invited. Oh, my goodness. We know that you are in here. We're inviting you. We want your presence. And you show us, Lord, you show us, Holy Spirit, Father God, just 
tell us what it is or tell me yes. what it is that I need to have for breakthrough in this. And I don't need to have it right this minute. I'm just enjoying being in your presence. And I think that's fabulous. And, very, and that's very true good. soul care right there. That's true soul it care. It really right is. And I like that you say we never waste time acknowledging the one in whom we find purpose. Mm. And it is never a waste of time to say, you know what? I'm taking a little break and I'm throwing a block party. Yep. I, I really <laughs> like that. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. All right. That brings us to E, which is expectantly. expectantly There's the your L-Y word. word. Yes. yes. And it, Jeremiah 33 says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and marvelous things. God, when we talk to God, expect him to answer your prayer in accordance to his good, pleasing and perfect will. That's that's um, his good, pleasing and perfect will is Romans 12, 1 and 2. That's mm. our sacrifice, but we won't go into that. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a sacrifice writing, isn't it? Right. Um, God called us to write. So whether we are a fiction writer or a nonfiction writer, expect that he has a unique message only we can give. And he wants us to use us as a conduit to proclaim it. Prayer is our connection to the power source, which is God. Prayer is right. our constant contact with the one who loves us and provided it provided the means for us to write. And he wrote mm. our names on the palm of his hand. Mm. So let's let's pray. Let's pray the word. Let's pray for a reader. Let's pray for inspiration. Let's throw a block party and thank God. And let's pray expectantly, Linda. It, it, this mm. acrostic is, it helps me. Oh, I will tell you that as we go through this, having each one of those in our thought as we write, it just, it's a perfect fit. It's a perfect fit. So is there a favorite point or a favorite letter in the acrostic that you enjoy the most? Of course, it's Thanksgiving, the block party, because I, I just love to praise God. I love to, I love to throw parties, you know, call a friend, thank him for the friendships of my writers and call them and praise God too. So thank, throwing a block party, that's, <laughs> that's my favorite Thanksgiving. Oh, that is very good. As we were going through, I do like the inspiration. Yes. And the inspiration, finding it everywhere. I love to photograph creation when my husband, Sam, and I, we're enjoying hiking in this season of our, our lives. We are empty nesters with full lives. And we do spend as much of our time outdoors as we can. Mm. And as we travel through, he'll he'll see something that goes, oh, Take take a picture of that. Yes. And one example, we were recently at one of the Texas National Parks, and he said, oh, look at that cactus bloom. It is beautiful. And it was this bright yellow bloom. And you think of mm. a cactus with all of the spines, and there's this gorgeous flower that's on there. And I said, okay, I'll get over there. So I had to make my way through a little bit of brush to get to it. And here in Texas, we are always mindful of anything that slithers on the ground. So oh, I yes. was being yeah. mindful. Yeah. And as I got closer to the cactus and the flower and I raised my phone up, I'm, I love using, not as advertisement, but I love using my iPhone and I have the 
you know, the camera access on there. And as I'm zooming in on the flower, something moves to the Uh-oh. left of my vision. And I look, no, there was a chameleon that was directly to the left of the flower, very still. And I took a couple photos of the flower. It captured the chameleon at a little distance. And inside I went, oh, Lord, look what you've done. Mm. You have provided this amazing creature here. Lord, you know, I've always wanted to take a close-up picture of a chameleon. Will that be today? And Mm. I turned to the chameleon. It stayed nice and still. Its eyes and its head very gently looked directly at me. I went in for the close-up. I was able to capture it. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, Lord, in every moment, you know, the desires of our hearts. And in that moment, I call it a Jesus kiss. And he's like, and there, that's what you have for today, for today to know I'm right there. I'm right there. So I do find inspiration all through God's creation. And that was my favorite part of the, the Um, right. And then I actually use that when I write my inspirational posts and stuff. So yay. So good. Well, all of this has been wonderful. It's gone by so fast. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, when you're having fun, you know what they say. And, but I I do want to ask you a question, Sherry Lynn Bisbano, what brings you joy? I, my son, when he texts me and says, hi, mom, my son has been through some very tumultuous times. He's 20. He has ADHD and Asperger's and has some challenges, but he's in a program right now called Life Changers. And Mm -hmm. it was our last resort for help for him. And I know some people can understand where I'm coming from, but God has changed my son, my son actually sent me a prayer. Mm. And so even just a hi, mom, knowing that my son's okay. And that word good. When I say, how are you doing? Good. Just that, that brings me such joy. And of course, Jesus, I mean, that's supposed to be our typical answer, but the little things that bring us joy, like the chameleon and going to the beach, find good, find joy wherever you can, because joy is the Lord. Amen. Jesus is in the joy. I always say it's, I say it's Jesus overflowing you and that's what brings the joy. So, oh, there we are. Another acrostic. I love it. As I mentioned up at the front, we do have the right prayer PDF is in the show notes. And as we wrap up, Sherry Lynn, I would like for you to share with us just a little bit about your book, Shine, Don't Wine. And I do have the link in the show notes for that as well. And we have Sherry Lynn's website in the show notes. So you'll be able to reach out to her any way that you want to. You're going to be able to find her. So tell us a little bit about Shine, Don't Wine. Well, Shine, Don't Wine is my raw and realistic journey through scripture and how God used his word to perform spiritual surgery to change my attitudes and Yes, it, it's it's real. It's a real book, and it's an acrostic star. Mm. 
based on an across the S is see yourself as God sees you. The T is transform your mind with the word. The A is always pray. And the R is refined to shine. It answers some questions that a lot of people have. Why do bad things happen to good people? Am I going to heaven? Um, how do I pray? We are living in a time where the wine part, the W-H-I-N-E, mm-hmm. oh, yes. is actually a heart cry from so many people who are suffering and who do not have hope yes. and do not understand. And folks, they need the reason. And the yep. reason is Jesus Christ. Amen. We change must not hesitate. To, yes. Change your yes. worry to worship and your complaining to Jesus from wine to shine. <laughs> oh, so good. Very, very good. Well, as I said, we have all of this in the show notes for you. Please take a look, take a listen, and get your PDF download as well. We want you to have it. Sherry Lynn, thank you so much for being here with me today on Your Best Writing Life. Thank you. And thank you for sharing some of your stories. I love listening to them. Uh, You know, our life is a story. Mm -hmm. begins with the main storyteller. And what we have are threads and little rabbit trails that he allows us to experience in our life. And as long as we come back to him, I think we're okay. It's knowing where we begin and where we're going to end. And that is a fabulous trip, a fabulous journey indeed. So, so great. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry Lynn, for being here. Thank you. And thank you, my friends. Thank you for joining us. Please take a moment to share this podcast with another writer or two. Give us a star rating, post a episode review, and hit subscribe. That way you'll never miss one of our episodes. I greatly appreciate you because what you have to say matters as much as what you have to write. This is Linda Goldfarb, and I look forward to being with you for our next episode of Your Best Writing Life.